Are you ready? This is the Naughty Strawberry. Let's get weird. Aloha. Welcome fucking back. Welcome back, bitches. I know you've missed us. Here we are again. Um, a lot of stuff has been going on. Uh, that's why we have been gone for a few months. A few months. A few months, but we are back, and we appreciate everybody. Uh, I appreciate everybody that messaged me uh, as soon as I got back on social media about the blog and podcast, and like, where did the website go? Where did the podcast go? Yeah, yet again, I am like completely like flabbergasted with the amount of feedback we've gotten because I wasn't even too sure about starting this up again, but I like, well, first of all, Brittany didn't give me a choice. <laughs> Just posted that. Show on social media <laughs> it's like oh uh, I guess I don't have a choice um but then all the feedback from when she posted was just all positive so thanks and uh you guys are awesome uh, like always we appreciate you we appreciate you okay that's enough fucking yeah. sappy bullshit we're gonna we're um, gonna get a little bit more serious now than we probably will ever be again in the beginning <laughs> um so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna let Brittany take the mic for a little bit and then uh and then we'll continue on our merry um, I'm just debating whether I should take this shot of Jameson before I start talking about Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's do the shot. Okay. It's been a while. But, like, half of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, it, we're, we have doubles right now, and I'm not even really supposed to be drinking. I'm sacrificing some calories in my diet today because I have wanted a shot of Jameson for the last, like, month and a half. And if you follow me on Facebook, uh, you know that. Because it's been all Jameson all the time. Every five seconds I post something about Jameson. <laughs> But I just really need the burn, and this is the perfect time for it because liquid um, courage. Yeah, it's gonna get All a little right. intense for a sec. Oh. Oh. It's been a while since I've done a shot of Jameson too. Oh, no orange juice back either. I know. And we're, we're professionals now, so no, no pouring. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, no pouring. Um, All right, so back to you. Back oh, to me. well, I guess they know who we are, so it doesn't matter. I was I'm like, we didn't Brittany. even introduce ourselves. My name is Brittany. And I'm Jackie. <laughs> um, hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, our intro podcast will be back up. So if you haven't heard that, go check that out. Um, yeah. It talks about our sexual histories and why we wanted to do this. Take it back to the beginning. Take it all back. So... <clears throat> um, the last couple of months have been interesting. Um, my life is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, to sum it up, I got a boyfriend who, in one month's time span, went batshit fucking crazy. Um, and... It turned into, uh, first, before I say this, uh, I need to put out a trigger warning for abuse and domestic violence. Um, so if you have been in that situation and you can't handle this, uh, you might want to skip ahead uh, about 10, 15 minutes um, and get to the good part of the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in about a month's time span, he went batshit totally insane. Um, the first incident was one in which this ended with him pulling a gun on me uh, and having me on the floor of my bedroom 
So uh, that was in the middle of January. And on February 18th, I finally got him arrested um, after he was hitting me, kicking me, abusing my dog in the morning. Uh, He did end up leaving my house and I was able to get to the police station. Um, So (laughs) that's a brief synopsis uh, because, I mean, it's a lot more fucking ridiculous than that. But... um, that's where we've been. He made me, in the middle of January, take down everything from the interwebs. After after getting me out of the house? After <clears throat> getting Jackie out of the house. Well, I got Jackie out of the house because I didn't want shit to happen to her. So, um... That's where all that stuff went. But uh, the blogs aren't saved, but luckily our podcasts are saved. So uh, we're, it all. we're way more entertaining that way anyways. So <laughs> um, uh, what else? What else do I want to say about that? Um, oh, I would like to also address a question that a lot of people asked me uh, after I you know, told my friends, like, this is what's been going on, because everyone was, like, really weirded out, because I, uh, dropped off social media, um, I, he made me block a bunch of people, and, um, that's because I didn't need my guy friends texting me, uh, and him seeing it, and that being a trigger for him to do some stupid shit, so, um, I blocked a lot of my guy friends, and one of my really good guy friends got in contact with Jackie, actually, the week I got him arrested, and was was like, what the fuck happened to her? We need to get to the bottom of it. Um, and then Saturday, ironically, that night, he was going to come to my house, like, with his fucking guns. And Oh, no, that was a big thing. Shout out. You know who you are. I'm not going to mention your name. <laughs> we can't say your name. But I had to, like, he's like, I'm going to show up at her house. And I had to, like, convince him to not go there. And I was like, don't worry. Let me let me talk to her mom and we'll figure something. Like, we knew something was up, but we obviously didn't know what was going on. I just thought, like, from being in the house with him that he was just controlling. I never thought that it went as far as it did. So it was definitely a shock when I got that phone call from her mom telling me and then we talked after that because like our we we basically pressed pause on our on our relationship for a little while and that's also why the podcast hasn't been back running again since this has ended. But yeah, so um so yeah. He was going to show up uh, to my house <laughs> because that's how wrong everyone felt something was. Um, and so whenever I initially texted everybody and was like, hey, this is what's been going on. You know, I'm OK. Blah, blah, blah. Um, their initial response, <laughs> oddly enough, and I guess it's because... <laughs> I'm super into BDSM and kink and everything, so I don't... I know that this is not the case, but to people who don't know anything about it, I guess they would draw this conclusion, maybe? I don't know. Um, But I definitely want to clear up the air that... This was in no way, like, stemming from that type of relationship. Um, We never practiced anything like that together uh, because 
you number one to be in a bdsm type relationship you have to feel insanely comfortable and safe with somebody and that is not someone i felt fucking safe with so um this wasn't like a scene gone wrong or me being fucking dramatic because whatever it is not the same thing it is not related bdsm is safe sane consensual yes um and i'm sorry but uh you know being abused is not that um, well, it was it was one of the questions I asked. Not that it stemmed from that, but just like, did he think it was okay? Because n- no, it was my my question was more of like, did it start like that? And that's why maybe you didn't realize that it was abusive at the uh, beginning right. because first it was kind of consensual, and then it just kind of you know extended right, right. past that. That was my what I wondered from my perspective. Um, I never obviously thought that it was like a continuation of that. Like, oh, he beat me in bed, so I let him beat me out of bed. Like, no, not. Not at all. But yeah, that's how that was my perspective of it. That was like maybe. But you told me. You said that you guys never did that. So I mean, regardless, they're two separate things. Let's clarify that. Yes. Two completely separate things. uh, That's a big reason. I also, we didn't, you know, I didn't go right away into being like, fuck this. I'm putting my blog up and my podcast again is because uh, obviously that whole situation is going to trial and um, he is going to use everything to try and portray me as, oh, my sexual preferences, or he's already tried to tell the police my bruises are from the gym. Um, so I know he's going to take everything he has. Um, however, I'm not the one with two previous, uh, domestic violence arrests, so he can suck my dick. (laughs) They can play that in court. All right, I, I think I think we should leave the talking about that. him to a minimum, just for those purposes. Um, um, I'm within my right to say that. You um, are, yes, but I, but because it is an ongoing <laughs> trial, we should probably keep our comments to a minimum. So, but I said fuck it because this is what I do: sexuality, kink, BDSM. Me talking about this in no way, shape, or form should affect that. Um, I understand the state of the world and people are fucking weird, but, um, I'm not going to press pause on my life because of that situation. He already has taken enough time out of my life as it is. So, um, I'm going to do what I want. Well, I want to say, I mean, I've never been in a domestic violence situation, but I unfortunately know multiple people that have. And the, the thing that the reason why this doesn't get taken more seriously, I think is because women will press charges or men because it happens to men too will press charges and then not go through with it like they they'll drop the charges or they won't go to court it is very 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 important that you keep up with it otherwise they will continue to get away with it and that's a very serious thing that we need to work on more yeah I understand, like, it's a huge pain in the ass. Like, um, the second he got out of jail, I filed for a restraining order, um, and it is now permanent, so, um, I had to go to court to see him there and tell the judge why I needed it permanently and indefinitely, um, so I had to see his face, uh, you know, I... I'm not even going to go to any sort of trial for months, so it's just going to be dragged out. I'm going to have to hear about it. I'm going to have to hear about what he's fucking saying. So I understand it's a really big pain in the ass, but if you don't follow through, um, nothing ever gets done. So uh, if you're in a domestic violence situation and you need somebody to talk to, you can email me at thenaughtystrawberry at yahoo.com. Um 
new email, guys. Take yeah, note. I'll put the email and all the show notes and everything, and you can find it on the blog. Um, on the website so please uh reach out reach out to anybody reach out to anybody that will hear you um and let them know what's going on so that they're not in the dark and uh you feel some sort of hope so uh you want to end it on that you oh, what do you want to say uh well no i was gonna uh, but i don't i didn't well, i couldn't word it properly in my head <laughs> so there's that um on a lighter note <laughs> because um i don't want to give him any more of my time but i needed to put that out there and address and address that on. situation um so yeah but we're back and uh we're ready i'm currently brawless just so you guys know yeah, currently brawless uh-huh. because we started recording and like her bra underwire was squeaking <laughs> <laughs> because it's new and like so every time I like, took well, a breath it was like this I gotta browse take this off off. Now. I'm free balling over here <laughs> <laughs> um on that note and cheers to us just talking shit for a little bit uh we're gonna take this other shot of Jameson and uh so we can be fully back for you bitches fully back fully alright Jameson cheers. we're cheers, finishing this they can hear it. are we <clears throat> I feel like I didn't take a big enough sip Ready? last time here we go Mm. That was a bad one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can't take shots of Jameson anymore. <laughs> I wish that we could see your face right oh now. My god. She's currently chugging from her Zephyr Hills gallon jug. Ugh. And now the fucking rim is gonna taste like Jameson. <laughs> rim job. <laughs> I'm gonna have Jameson for the next two days. Okay. Alright, now we're gonna be professional. Not. Let's get weird. Let's get um, weird. So, <clears throat> before all this BS happened, um, I had made a blog about friends with benefits, um, basically outlining the keys to success. So, I guess we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, Jackie, have you ever had a friends with benefits? Oh my god, you got to start it with me. Um, I have, to an extent, we were talking about this before, and I was like, I don't know if I've ever actually been in a friends with benefits situation, but the thing is, I've never really done relationships, so I guess all of my things are, like, friends with benefits, sort of. Like, I've only had one, like, legit one-night stand that I didn't know the person, so I guess all of my relationships have kind of been friends with benefits, but I did have one that started out extremely friends with benefits for a couple of years and then just turned into a clusterfuck of drama but yeah so yeah i'll say yeah okay back it up to one night stand does a one night stand you not have like you can't know them or it's just someone you slept with one night well well technically i think like the textbook definition of a one night stand is someone that you meet have sex with and never see again i've never had i could be wrong um i've only had one uh, that was an actual one night stand like that i've had a lot of people that i've only slept with once you see but i've known them and this is hilarious it's not hilarious ironic but um this guy from what we were talking about previously is the only person i've ever been with that no one knew them like in my friend's circle 
Okay. And I always said you should never get involved with someone outside of the bubble because you never fucking know. People are goddamn crazy. Well, yes, but I also feel like inside the bubble is difficult if you're trying to do friends with benefits. Not the bubble, but someone like you know knows them. Yeah, but then see, I have this hard thing because my bubble is really small, and like all the people inside my bubble are fucking terrible. So I try to branch out of the bubble. Um, There's serial killers outside the bubble. (laughs) Uh. Um, so it's hard like that's what oh god should we start talking about online dating Jesus Christ I can remake your profile for you oh god <laughs> we totally um, what are we talking about I don't even know friends with benefits yeah. let's take it back let's take it, let's take back. it back friends with benefits <laughs> uh getting hot again Jameson's hitting my chest <laughs> so I mean as opposed to like a friend you have sex with once or twice maybe um, friends with benefits to me in my head is like an ongoing thing. Yeah, you know, if you're both single, uh, or if you're not and married, um, <laughs> not speaking from experience, um, then that is what it is. It's just ongoing. If um, you're both not in a relationship, you have an agreement that you. I mean, do you hang out outside of? I think that's where mine got kind of complicated. Yeah, I think that's where they all get complicated. <clears throat> because when you, when, when, you, okay, so the way mine went down was we were legitimately friends. Like, we were really good friends mm. for a while before we started sleeping together. And we were both kind of going through a bad place. And so, like, oh, we kind of found. a good idea. I know. I know Ooh. that now. I learned. Ooh. This was, I was, I was younger when this happened. And we kind of were both each other's, like, rock for a little while. And then it was just like, oh, hey, we're spending all this time together. Why not have sex? And for a while. While it worked out really well, where it was strictly friends with benefits and it and it went well and it was like, okay, we hung out a little bit, but not like too much. And then like when we did hang out, we'd sleep together and it was great and whatever. But then like, I don't know, I guess we started getting like too close and then like feelings got involved. I mean, I don't know how it was on his end because he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Just kidding. Um <laughs> Um, but like me, here's my thing too, is I'm very good with like, if we decide, we discussed, it was no feelings. It wasn't serious. It was friends benefits. I'm not one of those crazy girls. That's like, Oh, but you really have feelings for me. Like I never acted on my feelings. I never commented on my feelings. Like I kept my feelings to myself. So in my mind, it was still friends with benefits, but then shit got complicated because of other reasons. (laughs) So it went well for a while. Like we, we slept together on and off for like three years and I'd say the first two years it was good and then it kind of got complicated it was because it wasn't very often it was like once every few months it wasn't like we kept it casual we would hang out we'd see each other and it went well and then yeah shit just got crazy and part of it was because like he got a girlfriend for a little while and it just you know things just get complicated when people start Mm. lying about things (laughs) people lie Oh, I guess. I mean, I mean, it's so hard for me. And I guess you too, like, you're pretty honest. Like, obviously, we're doing this podcast. Like, I have a hard time, like, reconciling in my brain, like, why people fucking lie. Like, especially if it's just a friend's benefit thing. Like, if you get a girlfriend, say you got a girlfriend, mm. and that's totally cool. I'm not going to, like, lose my shit. But just say so that when we do sleep together and I found out that you made me be an accomplice to your cheating shit, <laughs> it's not an issue. Right, right. <laughs> but when I find out after the fact, it, it's quite upsetting. Um, 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about yours, because yours was legit, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. During the time we were friends with benefits, because um, we were friends before, and then there was, like, a chunk of time where we were friends with benefits, and, like, now we're just friends. Um, during that chunk of time, we didn't hang out, really, outside of Yeah, that. I think that makes it a lot easier. Right. Um, also... I was lucky because, like, that is not someone I would ever have feelings for in my life. That's always good, too. Um, <laughs> uh, he would have never have feelings for me in his life. So um, that made it really simple. I got really lucky there. Um, and But I really do think that's the key is, like, uh, because, you know, you don't get that lucky normally in those situations. No. So uh, don't hang out with them outside of that arrangement because uh, that just complicates absolutely everything. Like, yeah, and then you're out. Then... You're out. Do you, like, hold hands? Do you whatever? Like, no. Like, I... okay, we would go out and maybe, like, drink first, but not, like... No, I think that in Friends with Benefits, it's Friends with Benefits. It's not boyfriendy, girlfriendy. Like, you shouldn't go out and hold hands and stuff like that. That's not Friends with Benefits. That's, like, kind of dating. And I, I think that you should keep it, like, in the bedroom. <laughs> like, oh, God. I guess you, Brittany pointed out that I'm kind of currently in that situation, although I don't see it like that yet because we've only slept together twice. But um, we are very, like, I guess it's working because we don't have the same circles. Like, we, we mm-hmm. randomly ran into each other one night. And shit happened. And then we didn't talk after that. Like, we talked the next day. Like, oh, got home okay, cool. And then I happened to run into him, like, a week later, which is very weird. Like, we don't ever run into each other that often. So it was like, oh, hey. And we both were like, oh, we thought this was a one-time thing. And it's like, yeah, but, hey, we ran into each other, so why not? But it's literally like we don't we don't stay the night and cuddle. Like, we don't, like, call each other and flirt throughout the day. Like, no, there's, like, don't cuddle. Well, yeah, and, like, we finish, I get up, I go home, Mm -hmm. like, and it's, and it works because I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't say this, God, I don't think he'd ever listen to this, but, like, I'm not attracted to him in that way, like... Okay, that segues into something I wanted to talk about, um, which is let let me pull up my notes because is it drunk sex? It it has to deal with drunk sex, Um, but it is um, is drunk sex really that uh, different? than normal sex and once you have drunk sex and you have it with someone who you are not attracted to like can you use being drunk really as an excuse because when you're drunk you're in a pretty honest state and so Mm -hmm. you're like your most basic instinct and i think that also uh begs the conversation of like when you're sober does your conscious mind kind of like override that? And so you, this person of like, I'm not going to say lower status in that way, but lower status is in you don't find them that attractive as mm-hmm. to like a really attractive mate. Yeah. But mate. Mate. <laughs> yes. Mate. I like it. Um, Let's keep going. <laughs> um, do you 
does it just like not register that person but when you're drunk you're like your defenses are down and um you kind of use that as an excuse but you want it you you did want it or you okay. wanted to have no, had it i have i have a lot to say about this and drinking in general because because okay. jackie has an alternate persona okay well let's talk about this so i want to start by saying like a little background of that like i started drinking at a very young age which is still funny to me that i was sexual so late in life because I was a fucking alcoholic. I was very <laughs> against alcohol and pot and like everything. Yeah, I started drinking around like I, I people have this memory of like the first time they drank. Like I don't have that, but I know that like my 15th birthday was like a, a fucking bottle of Hennessy and a pound of weed and some fucking Xanax bars. Like I was a bad kid, but no one knew it. No one knew it. I was an angel. What if my mom <laughs> listens to this? She mom, thinks you're an angel. Mom knows I'm an angel. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> Um, but okay, so I started drinking at a young age and I used to tell people I could handle my liquor. I don't know if it's because I started at a young age or because my whole family's fucking alcoholics and they can just <laughs> handle their alcohol. But I I always used to get mad at people that would make excuses like I was drunk and this and that because I always said that when you're drunk, it's what it's your real feelings that you're too scared or too ashamed or too whatever to like say when you're sober. And that like your drunk self is your real self and you know, blah blah blah. Until I turned like 23, 24, and all of a sudden I started like forgetting things when I was drunk. Like I never would get hangovers, I never would forget anything, I would never black out. And then this is like probably getting off topic, but like I read this article that like around 23, 24, you like go through your body physically goes through a change where th- like your it's like your second puberty <laughs> and like you, you start reacting to things differently. And I had that experience. Like I turned 23 and like there was like a change in everything. I started getting hangovers. I couldn't drink certain alcohols. I started forgetting. I like it got bad to the point where like I would do things that I didn't want to fucking do when I was drunk and I'd wake up in the morning like, why the fuck did I do that? And so then I kind of changed my tune a little bit. I still think that for the most part, you do what you want when you're drunk. But I do think there's, like Brittany said, I have a different persona. I have who I refer to as DJ, who is Drunk Jackie. And she kind of does her own thing. DJ. She, and, and it's weird. It's, I say it's a different persona because, like, I'm attracted to different people. Like, I hang out with different people. I drink. Like, it's weird. I am a totally different person. Well, <clears throat> and then I was also thinking this because my list of people I've been with, like... A lot of them are not attractive. Well, you, but that's because you don't really have a type. Like, you're open. Like, you're... I mean, you have a type, I think, mentally. Like, I mean, standard but, attractive. I guess, obviously, they were attracted to me at one point. Well, I have this joke. <laughs> I, I, well, we, we try not to name names on this podcast, but Brittany's last boyfriend... <laughs> I used to tell, like joke about it when she first started talking to him, and I was like, "You better watch out because this is the only guy that you've dated that I'm attracted to." <laughs> like I was never attracted to any guy she dated previously. Uh, no, he's literally the hottest person I've ever been with, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know I'm with him again. So, uh, so <laughs> there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone else, it's just like. Uh, I'm a big believer in personality too, so I guess that's well, yeah, why. And, and, that but I should, also, I feel like I should also note that like a vibe. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, but as much I as like I'm saying vibes. about like my different personality, like when I'm drunk, um, 
I don't really have sober sex. So on that note of what you said about like your true self or whatever when you're drunk, like my... The reason why I'm usually drunk or drinking when I have sex, because they're one night stands and shit, or like casual encounters, um, it's because I'm like really in my head a lot. And when I drink, I'm not in my head. So it allows me to be more open and, and like carefree in bed. And the sex is a lot more enjoyable than if I was sober and thinking like, oh my God, he's touching here. He's looking here. He's like, oh my God, I know my legs aren't shit. Like, you know, you just, I fucking get way too in my head. And I can dig that. Like, that's why I can't really have high sex a lot because. You think too much? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I find myself thinking about some fucking bullshit. And I'm like, Brittany, you're yeah. supposed to be like fucking in the moment. Right Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is like I'm not in the moment if I if I'm not like drinking or in, or impaired in some way. Like I don't really do drugs. Well, I, yeah, it sounds like I do a ton of drugs when I say impaired. Just like, rolling around here. I really I really just drink, but like I don't even do that so much anymore. But like I have to have some kind of like looseness on me. Otherwise, I just sit there and think the whole time, and I don't enjoy it at all. And if I'm not enjoying it, you're probably not enjoying it. So therefore, I gotta have something going. <laughs> um yeah and on the flip side i really really i haven't had a lot of drunk sex it's at so, all. we're so complete polar opposites at all because whatever i'm doing i know i'm doing it like <laughs> um well i know i'm doing it and that's another and which that could kind of segue into the consensual thing is like i i would never i don't care how drunk i am still even though i believe that i have this alter ego I would never have sex with someone drunk and be like, oh, I was drunk. So it did like, I didn't want to have sex with you. Like, I still said it was okay. And if I didn't say it was okay, then that's a different story. But. And that's why this whole conversation is coming about because of a book I'm listening to, an audio book. Um. I'm trying to pull up the name and author right now so Do that a little I shout can. Outs. Um, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> well, that's the book. That was a BDSM book. No, okay. So, um, American Hookup by Lisa Wade. Um, so now I gotta add this to my reading list. American Lookup. Yeah, um, I listen to audiobooks because at my normal job, um, <laughs> I really have nothing stimulating my brain because it's just like repetitive work so mm-hmm. uh, I listen to audiobooks all the time and American Hookup was talking about what you just said is like so many college people do do that they do things that they don't even really want to do because they think they should be doing them and whatever and um I guess that's also a reason that I do I mean I had a I had obviously a f- lot of drunk sex when I was at UF but oh, yeah were you ever sober? I was never sober <laughs> when I was at UF. Um, you had the typical college experience. Um, but I was also in a relationship, so, like, it was the same uh. person. So, like, uh, I, I mean, okay, I like drunk sex in relationships mm-hmm. um, because of what you said. Like, you can be, like, a little whatever. And, um... Uh, actually, someone we're going to have on the podcast was just telling me about, um, we're going to talk about, like, fixing problems in your marriage and fixing sexual problems. and Good topics. Good yeah. Topics. And he was just talking about how um, he, like, was banging his wife and they were, like, shit-faced drunk in the car. 
on the way home. I think it, I think if you're in relationships, it's fun because then it is like a right. different person. Like it's like, oh, we're both kind of drunk. Let's go have some yeah. fun. Like yeah. uh-huh, it's not boring. <laughs> not um, that not that all relationship sex is boring. I'm not saying we, that. we have a listener question actually at the end um, okay. that we're going to touch on. Oh that. yeah. So this is okay. So I, this is a segment that I kind of wanted to do. We'll get back to it at the end. But like, uh, if you guys have any questions or anything like that. Um, ask them and we'll answer them on air um on air like we're live <laughs> yeah we tried to do the like uh, email thing back and forth and uh, that's a headache so uh there's too there's too many of us to like monitor that so yeah. um if you have a question ask it we will answer it on the air it could be a topic it could just be at the end it could be something we you know just discuss in the middle so um ask it you can um dm it to the naughty strawberry on instagram facebook uh or you can email us the naughty strawberry at yahoo.com check it <laughs> I feel like uh, we should be official. Like those, like here's a word from our sponsors, but we're really just advertising ourselves. Yeah, uh, you want to you want to advertise your job? <laughs> Give rather stands a my shout normal, out. My normal job. <laughs> you, wait, wait, what's your other job? Associated with wait, this. you say your normal job. What's your non-normal job? Mm-hmm. I mean, the podcast. I this is a job because I plan to make a living. Like, not a business. Living, but this is a business, right? Oh, um, so uh, well, actually, let's touch on that real quick too. Is that so? We're basically like reinventing not reinventing like we're the same naughty strawberry that you know and love but we're trying to be more professional with this and and be a little bit more like legit and uh, so Brittany is getting a certification <laughs> Brittany is getting her certification um and we're just gonna be because I don't know anything about sex without my certification <laughs> yes <laughs> damn uneducated <laughs> fucking you're you're talking to like two multiple call like multiple time college dropouts we are, here, here we go. <laughs> i'm gonna really sell us right now we are three time college <laughs> dropouts <laughs> um we I, was don't. Just, I was just telling someone this today because they were like where'd you go to school and i was like well the better question is <laughs> where, where did I? I go to school um because i went to uf i went to fsu uh university of florida florida state um but <laughs> go gators um and i went to fau and i still don't have a degree because the school system is fucked if you read the about me you'll know that yeah. Um, that was going to be my intro to my about me. And then I was like, well, you already like, said it. damn it, you already said it. I was like, I'm a three-time... I tell everyone, that's like my gag. I'm like, I'm a three-time college dropout. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a student of the world. I feel like I've learned so much more being outside of college than I did ever in college. I mean, I, I never concur. I never went to class anyways. <laughs> me either. Um, that's why I kept dropping out. Um, I mean, I still have a three, like six. So, I mean... You know, well, I think you have a lot more credits than me because I would go for like a semester and stop. You at least tried. I'm good at testing. <laughs> well, me too. That's my, <laughs> no, that's my thing. And that this is what. Oh God, we're getting way off topic. We're getting off topic. We're I'm not even gonna. I'm not happen. even gonna. No. Okay. <laughs> Just where were we? Bring it back. We were bringing it back to user question. No, no, no. no. That was a side note. Um, user question, listener question. Two shots and we're both drunk. In my defense, uh, I've been dieting for like six weeks. I'm not drunk. Seven I'm just weeks? not coherent because I, I worked a con all week. But I'm not coherent. Plus, yeah. I'm really fucking hungry, and I'm trying to stick it out so I can have my last meal at home. She, she traded it for alcohol. If you're listening to this, then I love you enough to tell you this. <laughs> the whole world that listens. Um, if you're listening to this, it means you care about me. And I'm in prep. I know oh. I have an open 
accidentally said that. She's giving the reveal right but now. This it. is a naughty strawberry because exclusive. A naughty strawberry exclusive. If you listen to this, uh, I am prepping for the Europa Orlando. Ooh. Uh, now, in what I wanted to do, which was fitness, uh, but I'm doing figure. Because <sighs> if you ever want to motivate Brittany. Yeah. Make her, let her not do something. <laughs> She'll um, fucking prove you oh, wrong. Yeah. Fuckface, his number one goal was to prevent me from doing Europa because he was insanely jealous of me because I'm actually successful and he's not. So, um, I refuse to not do that show this year. So, there's that. Um, so, and how long, how long have you, like, in a record time, you're, like, getting yourself in ship shape? Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna do it. I started prep at 10 weeks out, so... Um, and that was after not going to the gym for about a month and a half, uh, because I wasn't allowed because guys might talk to me there. Killing it. Pretty awful. Guys might talk to me. Oh no. (laughs) Like literally all my friends are guys. (sighs) Obviously not you, but. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. Oh my God. I don't have a penis. Where in the fuck were we? Listen to questions. If you have a question. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to just answer that question? Right. Like read the quick. Cause I don't know where we're going after this. I lost our train. Okay. We got off the tracks a long time ago. We got off the tracks, but now I gotta go. I don't know why you guys listen to us. Seriously. <laughs> Shit. There's a request. Oh a new one. Oh no, it's not a question. Um, They're just dying at my meme. Show um, me the car facts. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. Guys, and this is like, we haven't even drank, like. <laughs> no, it's just, my diet brain is insane right now. Okay, let's go. I'm, I have to switch over to my personal Instagram because she messaged me there. So. <clears throat> <clears throat> we have. Oh, I remember the question. It's a great uh, question. I just remembered what uh, it was. Can you talk about dealing with significant others who aren't completely closed off to the idea of trying kinky stuff, but might need some help easing into it. After 11 years of being together, I finally told my partner I wanted to do that stuff, and he's game with tying me up and stuff like that, but there are still things I haven't asked for yet, and I don't want to just drop it on him and scare him away. Okay, can I interview you for this question? You can interview me. Because you have the answers. Okay, so I briefly mentioned on one of our podcasts, I don't fucking remember which one, about the fact that at the beginning of one of Britney's relationships, her big thing was that she didn't know how to introduce to him, like, what she was into in bed. And she was scared to bring it up. So she went as far as, like, want... Uh, did you ever do it? Like, she wanted to leave... <laughs> she wanted to leave, like, BDSM books on the nightstand to, like, see if he happened to to Pours. catch them. Did you ever do that? No. Okay, so she never did. So it never... It never came up, right? Right. So she went for this... The entirety of this relationship not mentioning what she really wanted to do in bed and am i correct in saying that it affected your relationship a lot yes jacqueline (laughs) okay so do you want to talk about that a little bit that is actually who i'm with now oh i wasn't gonna say that but sure um (laughs) that is why we broke up last year um because i was having a lot of problems with that um and so that hits like really uh, close to home for me when she told me that. Um, and I, you know, I told her, I'm like, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about doing this. Um, and I 
was listening to my audiobook and something that really struck me was is uh that you know everyone um thinks sex is just sex and like you're born to like know how to do it and um that's the end of it like uh, incorrect incorrect um you're born with a hunger you're born that you need to eat food but you don't know how to cook true uh, that's a good i know that's a good metaphor. i really love that <laughs> um so you're born to know that you want to fuck but you don't know how to fuck uh, because the human race is just so different and everyone has their different things and um like with food you have different preferences right. with food <laughs> different see? people like different like, things it made me so tingly <laughs> um so you know I was talking about practicing and uh, communicating about that and um <clears throat> um so That is also a thing I said about friends with benefits is that because they're your friend and you're not intimate, like, romantically with them, you feel more liberated to, like, say these things to them. True. And so that's why the communication is there in a friends with benefits situation. Um... Well, can, I, can I say something that you may or may not agree with? Yeah. Uh, tell me if you, yeah. like, what your thoughts on this are. I feel like if you're having trouble talking to your partner in the first place about it, like, something else is well, wrong. Well, the communication factor. Well, yeah. But if you're already, like, if, especially from the beginning, if you have a problem, like, obviously, I mean, well, okay, let me take that back. In the beginning, you might not be comfortable enough yet to talk about it. But if you're in a serious relationship for a long time and you don't feel comfortable in enough to tell them what you want in bed I- am i correct in saying that there might be something else wrong there uh possibly <laughs> probably like internally not in the relationship but like well, but I-, I feel like if you're in a relationship for a long time you should feel comfortable talking with them about anything and if you're not like maybe something else is not well right. that is also a reason i really wanted to do this blogging podcast <clears throat> Shabam was that the word I'm looking for? Um, Shabam, this whole shebang, this whole shebang. Uh, Because I feel like people don't think they can do that, and um, Hustler's tagline like "Relax, it's just sex." I took a picture of that. Yeah, Um, that really is the point. Like, sex is supposed to be fun, and like. Um, not that fucking, like, complicated, well, so... And, and I think we talked about this before, that I think it's a lot of how we're raised and how, like, in America... And actually, okay, I had this conversation this weekend. I was talking to someone who is from Hawaii, and he was talking about how in Hawaii, it's all free love, and, like, America is so stifled because in Europe, it's the same thing. It's all free love. It's all... Everyone talks about sex. You can have sex at whatever fucking age you want to have sex, like, as long as it's consensual. Um... And then just, like, like as Americans, we're so stifled because we're taught, basically, from birth oh, yeah. that, like, sex is only between two people that are in love and married. Mm-hmm. And that's why growing up, we, like, rebel. I mean, at least I think, like, we rebel so much with, like, having, like, rebellious teen sex and so many fucking teen pregnancies happen because we're not taught how to be sexual because we're taught that that's not okay that's actually uh i had a i had an advice blog for a long time when i was at fsu 
that was geared towards, I mean, it was on Tumblr, so it was a lot of teenagers. <laughs> um, it was geared towards that, and that's something I wanted to do, was go into high schools and middle schools and talk to girls about sexuality, um, because I was very lucky. At the age of 14, I told my mom I was going to have sex, and she didn't try to stop me. Um, shout out to mom again. She's the best. Shout out to mama. Uh, she was like, well... I was only a year older, and I can't really stop you, so be safe. Which I think, I think that is the healthiest way, because if you, like, your kids are going to have sex, and chances are they're going to have sex in high school as a teenager, maybe younger, like, you know, so, I mean, the best thing to do is teach them how to be safe and careful and, like, good about it, rather than trying to prevent them from doing it, because, again, like we said with Brittany, the surefire way to get anyone to do anything is to tell them they can't fucking do it. So, like, teach your kids how to be safe and careful and not to not have sex. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, the end result of me having that dilemma in my relationship yeah. um, was, so, we, you know, we broke up and then I started the blog and podcast and he read the blog. Um... And his reaction was, I basically already knew all of that. Oh. Why didn't you just tell me? Um, hmm. <laughs> and. <clears throat> uh, Did he listen to the podcast? I don't think so. Um, so, I mean, at that point, I didn't want to hear it because I was just angry and just whatever. Um. But, uh, that really made me think, like, for real, why didn't I just fucking say something? Um, because now he's, like, really open about, like, saying shit to me that, like, he wouldn't have said before. Well, like, he kind of has to be now if the podcast (laughs) is a part of the deal. (laughs) Um, and, uh, it just felt really good to think, like, I can be fucking weird and like it'll be okay let's get weird let's get weird um and you know something she said was you know he already consented to tying her up and whatever and like that's fucking awesome that's really cool like yeah. he already said yes to something and i was telling her about a psychology uh thing called foot in the door and so he already said yes to this little thing so the next little thing you ask him to do uh he's more likely to say yes to yeah you. And he's at least gonna thing, be open the to the idea he's gonna be open to listening to you mm-hmm. and I mean, don't go in there and, like, hand someone a fucking list. Like, this is what I want, and this is how you have to do it, and yeah. this is what don't, I want. Don't Christian Grey the situation. Um, I... <laughs> don't. We're not Why good. Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? I hate Fifty Shades of Grey. I know. I'm gonna have a whole fucking podcast one day, and I fucking hate that <laughs> fucking book. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, it I brought it up. It's not an accurate representation of BDSM. <laughs> you not condone it. You just sounded like a disclaimer. <laughs> side God, effects. Side effects it. of this medicine will be. Blah, 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 blah. I read them all. Yes, I know what happens. Okay, so. Um, Keep derailing you. I'm sorry. Yeah. We got to get back in the groove. Yeah, do one of my really, like, <laughs> passionate subjects. So now I'm just Don't make a list. Up. You said don't, don't make, make a list. Don't make a list. Um, baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps is what it's all about. Like, something she was saying. I'm like, dude, it's been 11 years. Patience is your thing. Like, yeah. you got time. If you're going to be together forever because you're married, then who the fuck cares? Um, work on it one day at a time. Um... 
And the, and the thing about baby steps, too, is that if he doesn't like that one particular thing, just go there's always a million other things you can try. And, and like, he can... And it's also, like, not going to scare him. It's Because if you show him a list that's like, I want this, 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 and this, he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but if it's babies, one thing at a time is enough for him to swallow. Right, especially if someone has <clears throat> never really thought about doing that before. Like, say one partner has never thought about BDSM and the other partner is really into it to to tell a partner all the things you want yeah that, that way yeah that would literally scare the living shit out of somebody or here's another thing that could possibly happen is that like the way you were too scared to say something like maybe maybe not in this particular situation but like in another situation like maybe they were too scared to say something and you both are just sitting here not living to your full sexual potential because you were both too scared to because open your big fat mouth pussies <laughs> yes just like pussy <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Um, if you entered into a marriage with somebody, uh, especially, you know, you made that commitment to each other, like... Forever. Yeah. You are fucking in it. You might as well roll around in it. Like, come on. And that's why I really uh, am excited to hear about what my friend has to say about fixing his marriage because uh, he had a lot of problems with that uh, yeah. for a very long time. It's another podcast. And, you know, he actually said, he said, can I come on the podcast? And I said, well, what the fuck do you want to talk about on the podcast? Because there is a lot of the things I could have thought he wanted to talk about. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. And, um, he was like fixing the sexual problems of my marriage. And, I was like, oh, of course, you can come on and talk about that. And he was like, I told you that I did that. I said, yeah, but you've told me you've done that like 15 other times. And every time it just goes backwards. But it's been a while. Um, I think he's finally hit the nail on the head. So I'm very interested to see what he has to say about that. Well, that's good. I'm excited for our future podcasts. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, in the future, in the summer, I am really excited because we have a a guest we're going to have on at some point a photographer who specializes in like bondage photography um i think i know you're referring to but this mm -hmm. is news to me yeah (laughs) Um, thanks for filling me in um i was actually supposed to be at the avian you know expo and awards in january Mm -hmm. and he was going to be there and he was going to shoot me and he was going to be on the podcast then and then obviously that never happened because and everything that went down um so um i will link his instagram also in the show notes um and you can go check him out but he is at some point gonna fly to florida and we're gonna shoot and um after all this shit happened he was like yo like i'm running a contest you should enter because i'm Mm. flying someone out to the armory to shoot the armory the armory king.com oh. oh yeah yeah and by I, the way if you've never seen the documentary kink it's a great fucking documentary and you should check it out is that on netflix i don't know oh. But I saw it at Netflix, and James Franco's a producer, but it's very insightful into, like, Kink Factory and BDSM. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I went to go. He has, like, a, you know, a survey questionnaire thing, and it was just way too too soon after, and I was just triggered by too many things. So Mm -hmm. I didn't get to do that. But um, he was like, I'll fly out there whenever you want. You just pay the booking fee. So... All right. Um, I'm really excited for that. Cool. And um, 
Shout well, your, out to your him. last photo shoot that you did, not with him, is uh, very popular. Yes. <laughs> no, everyone has been so weird and been like, when did you shoot nude? I'm like, um, I actually that was, a was long just time looking ago. at the pictures and you look like such a baby. That like was you so look long. And, and side note, someone asked if they were ever going to see a picture of me like that, and chances are no. Maybe Andrew. You have a better <laughs> chance of seeing Andrew. You have a better like chance of seeing Andrew. Not because I'm not comfortable, because I don't want to subject you guys to that horror. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm like, that was in like 2014. When yeah, I, did that. I was looking today and yeah. your face looks so baby. So I know. <laughs> um, so I'm little... really excited to, um, take some pictures with him. So, uh, that'll be fun and then see how he got into that side of photography and how he lives his lifestyle. Um, because I know he has someone collared right now. Oh. Yeah. That's fun. So. We'll see. Um, we're we're going to try very hard to make this as, like, um, variety, like, what's the word I'm looking for? As much of a variety as possible. Yeah, we like, got marriage, sex, we got rope bondage. Yeah, because yeah. we want this to be equal opportunity that, you know, sex positive in every way, not just, like, what we're into. And you can already tell me and Brittany are complete polar opposites in our sexual preferences and our sexual experience. So the more different that we can find, like, if you have something interesting to say to us, uh, let us know. I can't say that we'll, like, fly you out here because we're not making money. <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, on this, at least. Um, but Wait till we get a Patreon, then we're official. <laughs> if we can... Oh, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But if we can manage it... Uh, we haven't tried it yet, but we we might try to do some kind of Skype recording. Um, that With obviously... people that aren't here. Yeah. Because so, I have, like, a, a ex-professional dom that wants to talk and a bunch of shit, so... Um, so we're going to we're gonna try some things out, and we're going to try to make this as interesting and informative as possible in every different aspect. And she wants to get a Patreon so we can have a Jameson fund so that we can make these podcasts more entertaining because we are not entertaining without I'm alcohol. A, that's because I'm a, I'm, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Obviously, I listen to Sex Emily, Sex Nurse Sandra. But I do listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And oh boy. that's where I got that idea is because uh, shout out to True Crime garage um they have a beer fund and people donate to the beer fund so uh you know patreon if you want to donate to the jameson fund i, I mean will. and obviously we like the people we are drunk otherwise uh back, I won't be upset. back to what we were talking about um so i Wee! i mean i think we did i, I mean this was done. this was a pretty good welcome back i think um we this should be about an hour i didn't really look at the time honestly um we're gonna have as much new content as possible Brittany's kicking out the blogs um we're gonna try and do weekly right that was that's what we're trying to do blogs weekly podcast oh yeah we were doing pretty well before this whole thing got interrupted we were we were doing weekly podcasts so we're gonna try to keep it weekly weekly at the very most bi-weekly yeah um and we're gonna try really hard to just keep pumping out the content because but we need things to talk about yes so give let us, us know. let us know what you want to talk about anything that you are curious about if we don't know about it we'll find out about it we will find someone who knows about it we'll talk about it I so find the people <laughs> find all the people um and we have some uh we're gonna have some new intro music and try and sound legit and like dude our intro music is fucking dope it's funky because it sounds like New Orleans <laughs> Nolans Nolans <laughs> cash me in New Orleans <laughs> because I'm gonna move there and practice voodoo 
that's about what that I have to say about that. So Bourbon Street is like a piece of my soul. I don't know why. I just resonate with that place so much. Well, I just went for my first time, like right after Brittany did, and I really appreciated it. Although on a Friday night or Saturday night, I could not find fucking live the jazz are music. So happy they are, and they're so nice. I think it's because they're drunk all the time. That's fun. <laughs> Uh, so yeah but thank you so much thank again you. for joining us and sticking out sticking it out for us like this big hiatus and um we hope you stick around for the future because we have a lot of like positive things coming your way and um I yeah I hope you liked me in your ears we're so happy to be back in your ears let's get weird let's get weird we were weird we're gonna play some cool outro music now dun 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 ba-doom. ba-doom <laughs>